Hey everybody, this is the Free For Life Podcast Show. I am your host, Donnie Turner, and this is episode four. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Yeah, so um, thank you so much for joining me, guys. Um, we're still a little bit on this foundational series, just really addressing our mindsets and really changing the way we think about things so that we can start this um, journey towards financial freedom. I've said it once, I've said it twice, I'll say it again, guys. The way we think and take in the world is going to be directly correlated with how much success we can even actually create and handle. So, yeah, after saying that, let's get into the show today. So, for this episode, this episode is going to be a little interesting. I'm going to um, compare rich versus wealthy. Now, after just saying that, you're probably thinking to yourself, uh, Donnie, that's the same thing. Well, um, for this episode, it's not going to be the same thing. I'm going to define what rich is in my mind and how I define it, and then I'm going to define wealthy. And then what we're going to do is we're going to go through the strengths and weaknesses of both and then um, compare and contrast them and see who, which one is actually more powerful, which one will we actually want to be. I'm going to give you my opinion, and then, of course, you guys can always, you know, uh, take my opinion for what it's worth and make up your own minds. All right, so let's get into it. Um, so rich. What does rich mean? Well, I think rich is um, it's a relative term, of course. R- rich is what you define rich to be. Rich, to me, might mean something different to you. But for the sake of this show, let's just say a rich person would be you know, a guy that has a high, very high-paying job, you know, a very skilled, very specialist kind of job. Let's say he's a doctor or a lawyer, even an engineer. You know, let's, let's stick with that. Let's say he's an engineer. Let's say he's an engineer, you know, very gets paid very well. And because of that, he's able to buy very nice things. Let's say, you know, to go to his job in one of the high-rises in the city. He drives a BMW back and forth to get there. He drives a brand-new BMW, uh, 2019, 7 Series. He loves the thing. It has amazing horsepower. It's just his dream car. And then, you know, he lives in a very nice house, of course. Let's say it's, uh, you know, right outside the city, right next to a lake, got a bit of seclusion, high trees, and beautiful house let's just say it's a 1.1 million dollar house something extravagant like that and though he might have all that cool stuff all the fancy stuff he probably has little to no assets meaning he has a high paying job but he probably doesn't operate any businesses and he probably doesn't own any real estate assets and he may have a little bit of stock investment. He might have a, a little investment in the stock market. He might be paying out his 401k with his company. But let's just say that's about it. And the problem with this guy is, you know, it's very popular. It's a very popular route to take. Nothing wrong with this route, but the problem with this guy is the fact that he's unscalable. His scalability is limited, meaning that if he stops working today, he stops earning today. He has to go to his job every single day to receive the paycheck. So he's completely unable to scale himself. All right, so after uh, discussing who the rich are, let, let's say, let's describe a wealthy person. 
Now, a wealthy person might be somebody you don't necessarily suspect to be so-called wealthy. He probably drives, you know, a very normal car, something that just doesn't stand out in the crowd. Let's just say it's a 10-year-old Toyota truck. You know, he drives, he, he lives in a, you know, a somewhat normal house. Let's, let's just say it's a nice, comfortable house in, in, a, in, a, in a fairly, you know, in a good, safe neighborhood. Let's just say instead of $1.1 million house, let's just say it's a $250,000 house. And this guy, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a fairly average guy. Not too much smarter than me and you. Doesn't have incredible, incredibly specialized skills and just has a normal job. But this is the, and then this is the big difference. The big difference is the guy has assets. He, he took the money from his job and maybe he started a couple of side businesses. Maybe he sells products on Amazon. Maybe he invested into real estate. Let's just say he owns two or three homes with families living in them that are paying him rent. Now, this guy has a, has a good amount of assets that are creating, that's creating cash flow for him. So he's not necessarily in a huge bind if he stops working. If he doesn't go into work and he, you know, takes a vacation day, he's not necessarily hurting on his paycheck because he has these assets that are paying him in uh, profits every month. And that helps him, you know, it helps him earn a consistent living, not tied to his, directly tied to his job. And, you know, compared to our engineer friend, what's really great about this guy is he's scalable. You see, he can sell as many products as he wants on Amazon. He can grow that business as big as he wants. And he can, you know, with enough money, invest in enough houses that he wants that all operate autonomously without him having to be there. So the guy has unlimited scalability, which is a huge, huge advantage over the rich guy. So, you know, that's, that's the wealthy guy. And, you know, he, he's my guy, in my opinion. That's, that's the guy I want to be. That's the guy who I would want to be. I don't know about, you know, I don't know about you guys, but let, let, let's, let's go over that. Let's compare these two guys. So let's just say something happens to the rich guy and the wealthy guy. Exact same situation, and let's see how they handle it. Let's say the rich guy, you know, he's working his engineer job, and his firm, you know, has to let him go. Let's just say it's another economic recession, and, you know, money's getting tight, and the company can't afford him anymore, so he gets laid off. Now, let's just say that exact same scenario happens to the wealthy guy. He gets laid off from his job. Now, how are these two going to react? Well, for the rich guy, it's not going to be very pretty. You see, he had a very good job, and he was making a lot of money, but he was spending it as fast as he made it. He doesn't have much savings. He doesn't have any assets. All he has is his car and his house. Well, you know, he might be able to cling on for a couple months, but at some point, he ends up selling his car. And he ends up selling his house and moving into an apartment just to make ends meet until the economy ramps back up five years from now. That, that's, that's, that's not very good, guys. That, that would be kind of tough. And, you know, I, I pray for that guy. Let's just say that. And I, and I really hope, you know, after the bad times go, he could, he could start going again. Now, let's circle back around to the wealthy guy. He gets fired and he's like, ah, oh, shucks. You know, that really sucks. But 
he created a good enough safety net for himself. You see, regardless if the economy weakens, people still need to buy stuff off Amazon. So his business is still, you know, it might be slowing down. His side business on the side might be slowing down, but it's still moving at a pretty decent pace. So he's earning a good amount of revenue. The families that are living in his house, they can't afford to go anywhere else or they don't want to go anywhere else. So they keep paying rent. And he still has these assets giving him a steady income without his job. So he's doing fine and dandy. It's it's huge advantage for this guy. I applaud this guy because he thought far enough and he was smart enough with his money to create assets for himself that protected him during a downturn. So these, you know, I, I hope uh, that made sense, the, just the comparison between the rich guy and the wealthy guy. Uh, I think a lot of people look at riches, you know, they look at the Gucci belts and the BMWs and the Porsches and they think, wow, that guy really made it. You know, I think that's a trap that a lot of us fall into. I don't, I personally don't believe there's anything wrong with having those things. But when I do see those things, I do shudder a little bit, guys, because, you know, that's usually a telltale sign that their finances aren't in order. I'm like, I see a guy with the Louis Vuitton briefcase. I'm like, oh, no, I don't know. You know, I, I inside, I, I hope for the guy. I'm like, okay. I mean, hopefully he bought some houses before he bought that Gucci belt. Let's just, let's just hope for the guy. I'm going to give him for the benefit of the doubt. I usually do. And, you know, never underestimate that neighbor that you're living with that doesn't necessarily wear the fancy clothing and drive the fancy car. You never know. The guy might be pretty prepared. So, yeah, that's it for the show today, guys. Um, and, you know, if this concept that I explained to you guys about, you know, the wealthy guy and how he, you know, just really made wise investments and how he doesn't really stick out from the crowd, if, if that's something that you really want to learn more about, and you want to just do a little bit more research on that, that really just stuck out to you as something you want in your life, I would highly recommend the book Millionaire Next Door. It's by two guys, Thomas Stanley and William Danko. They're actually both doctors, and they, they wrote this very interesting case study book about um, the quote-unquote millionaire next door, the guys that we don't necessarily know are doing very well, but they're, but they're, they're, they're living very comfortably. You know, and it's, it's, a, it's a powerful thing to be. So, yeah, I hope this uh, show brought a lot of value to you guys. I hope it opened your eyes a little bit on the, the quote-unquote rich guys. And I hope it helped you inspire to become a wealthy person compared to a rich person. And, yeah, if you really enjoyed the show, please like, subscribe, and share with all your friends. Let's, let's try to open as many minds as we can here. That would really help me out, guys. Thank you so much. And, you know, until next time. And remember, never stop growing. Donnie out.